Okay, so I was thinking, because we were doing the Sichas Lamed Beis and Lamed Gimel Lamed Dal the past few weeks, which is about Emuna, Emuna Pshuta really, and we'll go over it again a little bit. <clears throat> I wanted to continue the sugya. Remember we used to do, we used to do sugyas in, in Rabbi Nachman and in Breslev. But ever since we started Sichas Oran, you know, it's almost, it's different almost every week. But the past few weeks, the sikhs have been about Amunah. And I think there's even another one, Vaiter, about this sugya. And I think it's very, very important. And we, we, we started a project, the Ani Ma'amin project. Mm-hmm. Right? The Ani Ma'amin project. Chazak, Chazak. <clears throat> which has been going strong by some people, I'll tell you honestly. We've been discussing the sugya of Amunah Pshuta. That's really what we've been discussing. There's two types of amuna, very basic background, and we've been learning this, but to chaz it over again and again, because the yisodos of life, the yisodos of avoda have to be said over again and again and again. There's never an end. You just keep this, you have to keep saying it over. <clears throat> so there's two levels of amuna. There's amuna pshuta and amuna sichlis. Some, some call it other names, but we'll call it amuna sichlis, right? Intellectual amuna. Most people are living with, most of the people that we know, there are people for sure, not, but they're living with Amunah Sichlis. That uh, they were taught by their parents, by their Bayim, through the Torah, that there's a Kaddish Baruch who created the world, he took his Mitzrayim, and therefore a person lives with that. And uh, it's in the world of logic, it's in the world that makes sense, in the world of reason and Havonah, Chabad, Chachmobin and Das. And that's the world that's very, very holy. But if, it's, if our moon is only left to that world, it can be dangerous. Because since it's an amuna built off of understanding and logic, there can be people where in the back of their mind, the back of their, in the depth of their heart, they subconsciously, consciously, aware, unaware. And I'm not sure if I'm a mammon. I don't, I don't really know. No one's ever really proven it to me. All those, you know, Aisha Torah events that they tried to prove it. I don't know if I believe in that stuff. Yeah, I do the thing. I, you know, I go to Dav and I do it, but it's not Chazak. You end up sometimes being a... Droopy. A droopy Jew. Why are you a droopy Jew? Why aren't you on fire with a with a Kaddish Baruch Every single moment, a Kaddish Baruch is creating and recreating and being mashgir every single prat. He's with you every month. Why aren't you on fire for that? Because in the back of their mind, they don't even know. They don't really, really believe. They, don't, they haven't actualized their belief. Again, because since it's based on questions and answers and logic, right? It also is mechaivim things, right? Obligates them to do mitzvahs and whatever. So Rabbi said that we need to go to a level called the Munipshuta. No chakiris, no questions. Ani Mamen. I believe. I am a believer. Even that word we said is a little bit of a dangerous word. Ani Mamen is a, more, is a, more, is a better word. Amuna. That's what we're talking about. Amuna. Belief. It's not so passionate anymore. And sometimes people believe in... People can, can believe in all types of things. And belief could even be not avada, right? I believe it to be so. I suppose so. So, Ani Mamen. Why are you Mamen? Because I need Mamin. No, no, no. I asked you. I understand those words. But why are you saying that? How do you like can you prove that to me? Ani Mamin. I don't think you understand the conversation. I mean I'm having with myself, obviously. <laughs> but but explain it to me. I mean, I, I don't see I don't see God. You see God? Ani Mamin. I believe. And Munapshuta is at a madrega that's that's when all intellect ends. Really like this. Emunah Pshuta is before intellect starts. When I leave a little, little, little tiny kid who doesn't understand anything, and they can say, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, and they believe in Hashem, and they'll say, Baruch Hashem, Hashem, They have no hasoga, they don't understand anything. Yet they'll still say, Animamin. What is that? That's actually a high level. It's a high level. It's Emunah Pshuta. Then they start to understand things. That's when they start to understand that they don't understand, or they actually they don't understand that they don't understand, therefore they become sometimes droopy Jews. 
Not always. Sometimes you become a droopy Jew because you've come to the places you, your mind has matured, but your mature logic understanding, you were never really taught emuna, even logically properly, and therefore, which was once an innocent, pure emuna and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, now it becomes tainted and blemished with your thinking. You never really work through the sugya because no one really learns it, right? We just, you know, do the mitzvahs, learn Torah and daven, like it'll be okay, but it's not okay. If a person would be honest, it's not really, it's not really okay. Because if it would be okay, then he wouldn't be a Jew, be Jew. He'd be on fire for daven. He'd be on fire for learning. Why aren't you? But so then, and that's the way we live for a long time. But at a certain point, we have to know. We have to always go back and forth. And moving through the Torah is a very holy thing. I'm not taking away from it. It's very, very holy. But once in a while, you need to know that there's an Amun that's above everything, that there's no logic, there's nothing to say except for Animamin. Why Animamin? How do, you, how do you believe that? Because it's not logical. If you're a Jew and you have a Neshama, you can say Ani Ma'amin Be'amunah Shalemu. I believe there's a Kaddish Baruch, he's a Bore, he created the world, he's a Manik, without any belief, understanding. There's no question. It's above question. All my intellectual amunas over here, this is where people get stuck. This amunas over here. It's above. So when a person is speaking from this place, Animamin, there's, there, that's, that's, that is actually a high-level amuna. To just say the words, Animamin. Even if you try to mean it, that's a very high level of amuna. It's hard for us to be masked like that. Like, what do you mean? That's, what's he doing? He's not doing anything. That's because you're coming from a place of logic. Right? What did he do? I don't understand. It's not complicated enough. That's too simple to be amuna. No. Actually, amuna pshuta is very simple. To me, it's the simplest thing in the world. Animamin. I really believe in a Kaddish Baruch so we started this project a little while ago and I was telling people to voice note me, Vani Maman, and I've had people text me and voice note me. I ha- I've had some really good ones. I had a guy, um, I woke up in the morning to a, to a text. It was Gavaldic. Ani Maman, even though it's like been, I forgot the exact Russian, even though it's been, it was a rough, rough night, Ani Maman. Probably he was up all night, who knows, himself, he's sick, a kid, I'm not sure exactly, it didn't matter. Point was, he said it, in the minute, it was 2.30 in the, three, I think it was 3.44 in the morning, something like that. <laughs> and yet he's saying, Ani Mamen. And I started going crazy. Because what is that? Think about that. What, do you, what is it when a person's in the middle of the night going through a rough time and he says, Ani Mamen? It is the exact kiem of Vemunas Chabalilas. Is that not the ultimate key of Amunas Chabalilas? I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm waking up at 3.44 in the morning to deal with whatever it was he was dealing with. But yet I believe there's a Boreolum. I'd come. Animamin. That's a high madriga. What do you mean? What did he do? He said Animamin. He said two words. You don't understand. Because you're trying to understand. That's your problem. Stop trying to understand sometimes. Go into that place of Amunapshuta. Eventually, you have to come back down and also understand and do. You have to be normal. You have to go back and forth. You really need both together. You need both together. You go into davening, like we've been discussing, and we have to actually get to the Torah here. You go, you go to, you go to davening, and it looks like it's gonna, it's gonna be a bad davening. I'm like another one. Or like, what am I even doing here? If I'm honest, like, what am I doing here? You go and you say, Ani ma'amin be'emun shleima. I don't care if I don't understand any of the words. I don't care how I'm feeling. I'm going to just daven because I believe whether it goes well, doesn't go, doesn't matter. I believe, there's a Bariolam, I believe he wants me to daven. I'm going to daven. No judgments. I don't, it doesn't matter how I think I'm going to do. Nobody cares what you think. Why you, th- even about you think about yourself. Kaddish Baruch who cares how you think right now? Just do the thing. Do it chazak. We don't realize how easy it is. We have to just break out of. We have, it's like a narish kite. This whole logic stuff—it's such a narish kite. It's it's a it's a big klipa. It's a big thick fat klipa on top of us that make that prevents us from breaking out of the droopiness.
That's what the clip is. Now be a droopy Jew because it makes sense that you're a droopy Jew. It makes sense. So what do you know anyway? What do you know? You don't learn well. You don't really know. You don't really, you don't really keep all the mitzvahs so well. You know that. You don't really learn. You don't. So therefore, the clip is just like squeezing you. Right? If you're not doing all these good things, well, then then it makes sense. I'm obligated to be a droopy Jew. Because if I wouldn't be a droopy Jew, I'd be lying. I'd be a big chakrin. This is what the Eight tells a person. So therefore, he keeps a person in a perennial, I don't know what the word is, a perpetual thing, that's the word I was thinking of, a perpetual state of droopiness. And a person thinks he's doing it like it's from. No, because I, it's not appropriate that I should be chazak because I, because I have all these problems. It's a horror. Destroying Jew after Jew. A Jew should say, I don't care about you, Yitzhar. I'm above. I'm but Yeah, but you don't damo. I don't care. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to say the words. Yeah, but you know what they mean. Who cares? I believe there's a God. Yeah, but but uh, where's the Avodah Shabbalev? I don't care. There's a Bari Olam. I know that. I believe that. I'm going to daven, and I'm going to be happy doing it. It's really that simple. So based on that, and based on a person saying Ani Mamen, so we're going to learn a little bit from Tinyanahei, Lukut Demaran Tinyanahei. I think it's the longest Torah in Lukut Demaran, so we're only going to see a little drop of it. Hopefully we're going to be able to finish everything tonight. And then, by way of Tinyanahei, we're going to swoop in to a sicha that we actually skipped. That in and of itself is a big sicha, even though I'm not sure why we skipped it. I don't, I don't know why. But it ties beautifully into the sugi that we're learning. So let's try to move a little fast here. <clears throat> not too fast, but... Okay. So it says sicha 16 over Tinyanahei. You see that on the pages? So I, I, I took out, by, when I say dot, dot, dot over there, I, I cut out some paragraphs, I'm skipping around a little bit. The whole Torah is about Amunah. Ha'ikr hu Amunah, says Rabbi Nachman. That's how the Torah starts. Ha'ikr is Amunah. Ve'tzorach kolecha l'chapeis es atzmo, u'l'chazek es atzmo A person has to seek within himself, seek within himself, not seek, seek within himself, and strengthen himself in Amunah. See, Amunah pshuta comes from the self. Amunah sichli has to come from somewhere else outside. It's intellectual, so it comes from the Torah, it comes from my parents, it comes from some kind of thinking, right? It's illogical, outside. Amun Rapshuta comes from inside. I know. We say every single day in Uvalatia, Chai Olam Nata Besochena. Eternal life was implanted within us. We have an Neshama. If you have an Neshama, you could say, Ani Mamin, without any doubts. Done. It says, Rabbi Nachman Al-Kain, He's going through each one of these, and I just quoted the last line. But Rabbi Nachman says that through a nafil of Amunah, when a person falls in his Amunah, then Rafua doesn't work, Tefillah doesn't work, Zuchos Alvos doesn't work. All of these things are the Bechina of Amunah. Now, just to understand, I mean, Rafua. Well, there's many, many people in the world who are taking medicines and it's, it's working and they have no amuna. So what does he mean? How does, it, how, how does it make sense? What do you mean? They don't work. It works. Right? How could he, how could he say such a thing? If many Jews were taking medicines and they, uh, they don't have amuna. So either one you could say but they have amuna in the medicine which is not what we want, but it's still an amuna. It's still a concept of believing in something. Or, um, what was I thinking? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. That, that might be what he means. He's not talking... He means like this. That... Whether the medicine works or not, we, those who are in the world of Amuna, right, believe that it works because the Kaddish Baba decided it should work. Right? If you're in the world of Amuna. Correct? If you're not in the world of Amuna, the medicine might work, 
But you're going to believe what? Teva. You're going to believe nature. This medicine, there's, a, there's some power in the, the herbs of the ground, and they ground it down, and it became Tylenol. And that's, that's how it worked. So the person... So the effect of the medicine may or may, may, or may not work. And if you have a Muna, if you have a Muna, then you believe that a Kodesh Baruch is the one who made the medicine work. And if you don't have a Muna, then you'll believe in something else. Let me give an example. We have, we have medicines. Okay? Does a medicine work every single time? It doesn't work every single time. And even have medicine that shouldn't work but works. What's that called? A placebo. Right? It's a sugar pill. Doesn't have any medicine, doesn't have any of the Tylenol, whatever it doesn't whatever the medicine, doesn't have it, but yet somehow it works. So what happens now? So now you have medicine that doesn't always work, and you have medicine that shouldn't work, but does work. So what, what, what's, the, what's the thinking? So if you're a person of Amuna, Haraya, this is, the, this is the greatest proof that there's a Boreolum. And if he wants the medicine to work, it'll work. And if he wants the medicine not to work, it won't work. And if he wants a placebo pill to work, it will work. If he wants it not to work, it won't work. It's up to him. I believe in him, and I have trust in him that he'll make it work if it's supposed to work. Show my soul. But you've got this, a person who's looking at the same thing and say, not that it's, he'll say, medi- it's, medicine's not the thing that really makes it work. Because you see sometimes it doesn't work, or things that shouldn't work do work. It's the mind. It's the mind. The mind is the power. It's not really the medicine. It's not the medicine. You see, this medicine sometimes doesn't work. Sometimes it does work. It's the mind. It's whatever you really. Be- it's whatever you be- do. You believe to heal or do you not believe to heal? Not in God. Right. So if you have, if there's an afila of amuna, rufu doesn't work, meaning it doesn't connect you to a kadosh baruch. Rafua, the whole tachas of Rafua, why a person gets sick, why a person gets healed, is to bring a person close to Kodesh Baruch, to bring them to an amuna. How did you get sick? How did that happen? Where did medicine come from? How does medicine work? All the answers are supposed to be ultimately a Kodesh Baruch. Yes, there's, has this medicinal purpose, this thing, and has these ingredients, but ultimately, where, how did this get into the world? Because there's a Kodesh Baruch. It's a double posture. Here, I have a card right here. Here's the, here's the medicine card. You have the medicine card? You have it? No. You have it. You don't have medicine? So Allah Mashallah. Ye Ratsum of Anachasham Lakaisha Hayes Exeli Rafua. Kurdish Barakha may be your will that this medicine I'm taking, this or this ASEC, this procedure that I'm doing, should should be a rafua, should work. Kirovikinimati, because you, a Kurdish Barahu, are the free healer. You take the medicine, Baruch Rofikhalam. Blessed are you, the one who heals the sick. You're supposed to say that before every medicine. Because every time you take medicine, you have an option to go Kesser, I believe in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, or Kares. You can cut yourself off from a Kaddish Baruch Hu and say, oh, there's a Koach in the medicine. Every single time. Right? So with, with these tefillahs, it's supposed to, it locks you into Amunah. Now, Ibn Nachman says, in the second paragraph, If you have fallen in Amunah, your Amunah Pshuta is just not going right now. You need to dig deep and find the water from which Amuna grows. Even Amuna needs something to grow, which is a fascinating concept. You think Amuna is the first thing. What do we need? What's the water that will make Amuna grow? It says, <laughs> No one else speaks like this. The water here that will make Amuna grow is the beginning called Eitzis, which is, means advice. Okay. From that place called an Eitza, that's where Amuna grows from. He brings a passage. I admit to you, to your name, or I thank your name. Because you did wondrous, you performed wondrous Eitzas from afar, which built my Amuna. So you see, the Eitzas. We'll see what it is in a minute. But whatever these eights are, that builds a person's amuna. The word omen 
which is like the Lashon Amuna, which is in the Pasuk, Amuna Omen. Omen means to like raise up. Mordechai was Omen as Hadassah. Mordechai, the uncle of Esther, he raised Hadassah. The Pasuk says Omen, like Amuna. When you believe in something, you raise it up. Right? If you believe in a kid, if you believe in a Kodesh Baruch you're, it, you're raising, you're giving it a cover, you're, you're believing in it. It says, You see from this passage, through Eitzas, Amuna grows. The Eitzas, Now, what is the Eitzah here? What exactly is the Eitzah that helps build Amuna? So, Ibn Achman, it's called Omek Halev, the depth of one's heart. He explains, Hein, Kishin is Kalgil, and Ophel Amuna. When a person's Amuna falls, it's not clear to him. That's what it means. It's not clear. It's not clear. He's getting caught up in Teva. He's getting caught up in business deals. He's getting caught up in money. He's getting caught up in doctors and things. He's getting caught up in his... Kodesh Baruch was not in his mind at that point. He's forgetting. That his amuna has fallen to the point <coughs> where he can't even call out. A cold sucker. He can't even call out. Vayitzak. Right, Vayitzak, like when where do we where do we have that? Kolosal b'Mitzrayim. That's where the whole gula started. That was a scream without words, but it was a scream out loud. That started the whole gula. That's a bechin at least of Amuna, because who are you calling out to? Kadosh Baruch But there could be a time where a person he, he's so not even there. He's not. He's so far. He's he's just not there. He can't even get a scream out. Even if he wants to. He just can't. He's not feeling it. It's a, it's, he's in a deep problem. No, there's no, it can't be a God over here. How could it be? Or he's just so emotionally caught up in stresses and anxieties that he's not able to get out any type of... Even though he'll say, I, I believe in Hashem, I believe in Hashem, but he's really hurting. And he can't... He can't daven. He can't get anything out. So he can't even... Is Achein Moel Afil Kol even a call, a voice of tzak, of screaming out, calling out to Kodesh he can't tell. She'll call which is a, a voice without even words. We're not even saying say words. Right? Call with Dibor is one level of tefillah. Call without Dibor is another level of tefillah. Azai, so what do you do now? You can't say words. You're not even able to scream with a voice. You're just so down. So says Ibn Achman, Azai tzrichin litzok men halev levad. There's a way to scream out to Kaddish Baruch Hu from the inside. No voice. From the heart itself. Bebechines, he brings a Pasuk, Tzak libam el Hashem. Their hearts screamed out to Hashem. Shoot Tzak asalev levat. Beliko. It's just a scream of the heart. Without any dibur. Nothing. Bebechines, mimamakim kurisich Hashem. From the depths I call to you, Kaddish Baruch Hu. From the depths. Some, some understand the Pasuk, of course, as from a very, very deep place, a very emotional place, Donal screams out to Hashem. That's, of course, a way to come in the Pasuk. But another way to come in the Pasuk is now, from a very deep place, deeper than call, no voice came out, I called to you, Kodesh Baruch Like in the back of one's head, in the mind, you scream out to Kodesh Baruch He says, from the depth of the heart. And this place within your heart, which is not audible, it is not seen, it is not heard, you don't even believe maybe that it should work. Yet, Menachem is saying, this Amkas Alev, again, it's a scream to Kodesh Baruch without any voice, and we'll explain more soon. It's called the Omek Alev. And it's the Eitzah. It's the Eitzah that builds your Muna. It's the water. Now that's pretty big. And Muna's the biggest thing in our life. But to get a Muna, you need something else. Right? The tree is the Iker, but if you don't have the water, the tree can't grow. Right? So the water becomes integral. And Muna's the Iker, but it needs water to grow. How does it grow? Omekalev, depth of the heart. He brings a raya. He loves this pasuk. 
Mayim amukim eitzo belev ish. There's deep waters that are called eitzo in the heart of man. The umka deliba is the levish. The umka deliba is the mayim amukim belevish. That's the eitzo. Eitzo is eitzos me rachok emuna omen. Eitzos are the things that make the emuna grow. So what ultimately, ultimately makes the emuna grow? The omen kalev. Which is a scream out to a Kaddish Baruch Hu without any words. Why am I bringing this in specifically here? This is a Gavaldic Torah stop. Because I want to continue with our, our Ani Maman project. And even though there are people who are voice noting me, actually voice noting me, Ani Maman, which I always answer, and if, and if I hear them, they're not saying it, Emma's dick, I say, that's great, you have a Muna, but you could even say it even a little bit better. Even though it's great, they have a Muna. But they have to believe in themselves. It can go. It can get even better. People are texting it, but you, even if you don't want to do any of that, and even if you can't say out the words, it sounds funny. But there's something even deeper, more powerful, in your mind, in your heart, when you're by yourself and it's quiet and you don't have to say anything. You could scream in your head without saying it. The words, "Animam," because I really believe in you. It might be hard for people to say that word about. They're not used to it. Fine. Fine. So then, but, but, say it, but say it in your heart. Say it in your heart. So some would say, before learning this Torah, that's nothing. That's nothing. You're not say, say it out loud. Say, make it mean it. Menachem says, Pum Of course you say it, say it out loud, of course. But the true energy, the battery, the chiyas, for even the words that are coming out comes from that place called the Oma Kalev. And if you could do the avod of Oma Kalev by yourself in your room, just in your head, you just say, Kodesh Baruch in your head. I'm not saying, I'm just thinking. What did I just say? Nothing, you don't know what I said. HaKadosh Baruch I mamish mamish believe in you. I mamish believe in you. Yes, I might be a droopy Jew sometimes. Yes, I, but I really, really do believe in you. You say that in your head, in your heart, by yourself, Guaranteed, you're going to feel much more powerful. So, even if you don't want it, my point, so why am I doing Again, this is the, the hemshikha we're discussing. It's a munapshuta, and you don't even have to say it out loud. What is it? What is the question? Do it. Who saw, who saw the alarm clock today? You saw it? Saw the alarm clock? You saw that, 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 that the post? Look at it. That's a Jewish alarm clock. You know, 6 o'clock in the morning, Modani, alarm clock, 7 o'clock, it says, Animam, and 8 o'clock is Kirvasela Kimli Tov, which is Dvekis, Bavavi, you know, 9 o'clock, I'm not even sure what time I'm up to anymore. 9 o'clock is again, Animam, and 10 o'clock. Say it, don't say it, think it. But if you're going to say it in your head, say it in your head. We think thoughts all day long, but they're, they're very, what's the word? This, fleeting, Ephemeral? I don't know where that came from. I'm not sure if that's the right word. You like that? Okay. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> you need to speak out in your head. Actually speak out in your head. I do it all the time. I mamas do it all the time. Sometimes I also speak out loud. But if I'm not in the mood to do that, do it in your head. Are you shining to him? Yeah. It's Carolina card, no? <laughs> it doesn't really matter, but what's the Gamacha Belevish? It's not the biggest deal. What no? What's the Gamacha Belevish? It's not going to hit me, so I figure I'll say it. 34? Yeah. Uh, 311. Yeah. 335. 335. 345. Gmachia Moshe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. My Mamukab ate a Belevish. Right? He was the Levish. Anyway, let's go back there. If he's the one who screamed out, and he just had his hands up in the room. Nope. There you go. Valkane. Right? He just had his hands up. But he yelled at Vimuna. His hands. His head. He brought. He probably was screaming out loud too, but he probably was. There's a great poem. I don't know who was there Thursday night. Who was there Thursday night? I'll have to show you this poem that I read from this uh, this Jewish poet. Mechabur Thursday night. Wow. I have to read it to you. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. Do I have it here? I don't think I have it here. All right. We'll get it next time. Val Kane. Uh, it was posted. Uh, it was probably posted last week. Val Kane. Kishen Moel Kotzak Dorn Bena. 
And therefore, if your audible scream is not working because your amuna is a little bit lower right now, you need to go deep, talking to yourself in your head, screaming to yourself in your head without even saying it out loud. Scream out from your heart alone. From the depth of one's heart. And from that place, the eitzes grow. Unbelievable. They become the mayim amukim, the deep waters. We know the purest waters are the deepest. They become the eitzah that all amuna grows from. Sometimes, Hakarish Baruch Hu, I was just talking to somebody today, and he was, uh, he was in a struggle, he was in a very deep struggle, and one of the things I was telling him was that it stinks. I said, it's very difficult where you're in now, I, there's no question. But you should know that the highest madrigas of Amuna are when you don't understand. And so sometimes the Kaddish Baruch Hu pushes you into a place of non-understanding, that you should just say, Animamen. I have no idea why. I don't understand this at all. Why am I in this struggle? It doesn't make any sense. I'm a good guy. I've been doing this, doing that. I've been trying. Why? You're in a place of logic. You're in a place of sikhlis. Imuna sikhlis, it doesn't always work. Right? When things are going well... Whether you have a munisichlis or not, it's going well, so you're fine. You don't get pushed. But when you get pushed to the brink, or when you get pushed a little bit, a munisichlis can work. No, but there's a bariolam, it's going to be okay. But when you get really pushed, and you're really losing your mind, a munisichlis is, is, is it's, got, it's got a cap to it. If this doesn't make sense, what's going on, I really cannot make sense of it. So how can a munisichlis work? Does this, this doesn't make sense. Law logic is not helping me here. So you need to go to that place called Animam. It doesn't have to make sense. That's goof of my Amunah. That's what Amunah is. When it's all dark, when it doesn't make sense, Animam. So sometimes the Kaddish Baruch pushes us to that place, the Dafka, to give you the opportunity to say Animam. Some people don't. Some people lose it. Or whatever. Or they just wait till the storm's over and then things eventually calm down and then they, they go by throughout their life. They're munasechlis. But those who, who want to work in their muna fight through it, blow open the darkness to the light and they're forever changed. They're forever changed. And to these eitzas that are, gonna, that are growing in the world, each person knows, hopefully he knows how to give an eitzah to himself. Whatever the person needs. This grows amuna. From the eitzes from afar. This eitzes seems so far away. It's so foreign. Just say in my head, I need mamen. Why should that work? The answer is, it does. Emuna omen. That's how amuna grows. And those who try and those who do it have seen. They've told me. And mom, it's, it's going. And mamish works. And then we, you can fix up all the bechinas, like you said before, refuah, tefillah, and zechosavos. Ki ikar gidol hamunas as Rabbi Nachman who bechinas hamunas chabaleilos. The greatest growing of amuna is when you get to the madriga called hamunas chabaleilos. That you have amuna even when it's dark. Specifically when it's dark. And that's the hardest time. Of course, I don't understand. I don't see. So for those who are living in the world of logic, which is most people. This is very difficult. It pushes us. You either, you're going to break and die, or you're going to break and like a phoenix, come out even stronger out of the fire. The only thing I could say is it's a Kaddish Baruch. There's no other answer. That you've just, now you've just jumped. If a person goes, why, why Hashem, why Hashem, why Hashem? He's going lower, why Hashem, why Hashem, lower, lower, lower. His davening goes lower, his learning goes lower. Why Kaddish Baruch? Everything's just lower and lower and lower, just... But if you say, I don't care if I don't understand, it's not easy. Right? I still believe in you. You just, you just went up, not down. Right? It's only, it's, you only get tested, you only know, you only make this choice when you get tested. 
It's very difficult on a sunny Tuesday. Well, today wasn't so sunny, but when it was sunny, when everything's going fine, you don't, you don't, you don't have to make this choice. I'm going to shoot the, I'm going to sikh you barely think about it. Until it starts pouring rain out of nowhere, you get drenched. I was sitting here just watching, and I was like, wow, that is really rough for people. It just came out of nowhere. Anybody else today? You were? Drenched. Couple questions. Could it be that when someone's going through a situation and then um, they're trying to make sense of it and they're, they're hey, wait one second, I'm going to shoot them, I'm not even going to try and understand it, I'm just going to continue moving on. Does that, that mean they're going to a higher level or they're just staying rather than falling? Or High level. But they're not really, incre- they're not, they're not, cha- nothing's changing. They're just that they're, they're stopping to un- try to understand what's happening. What do you mean nothing's changing? Meaning, a person the situation or them? They are changing. They are changing. Now they're trying, they stopped trying to understand. They changed. Once, and, and I know what your next question is, because I know you. Once you lock in your Munapshuta, I really, really believe, I believe, I'm not going to move an ounce. I'm not a droopy Jew. I'm going to come to davening strong, even though I don't understand what's going on. You really are rock solid in that. You can then try to understand a little bit. You could try. Knowing full well that you might not understand anything. Like, why is this happening to me? You could go into that. Maybe you did a sin. Maybe your Kaddish wants to teach you a lesson. Again, all the logical explanations for Muna, you can go into that. But make sure you get your bearings straight. That this is exactly how it's supposed to be. It's from you, Kaddish Baruch Hu. When I start this avoda, and at the end of the day, I'm going to go to sleep, and I'm going to say, Amin, it's only you, I don't have to understand. Then you could try a little bit. But be careful. If you go into that place... And you get lost, you might lose what you had. So you have to know if it's worth it to go into that place. You were thinking about that question. I know. <laughs> Which is, it's good. It's, it's an important question. That's being honest. That's being, but you shouldn't. You should do both. We should be strong enough in our Munapshuta that we could go in to Munasichlis and not become Kofram. Not become Acher. Right? Acher, what happened to Acher? He went into a place that he shouldn't have gone into. Trying to understand. That's what's going on. I'm not going to explain the whole Gemara now, but in Chagiga, he went into this place called Pardes. He tried to understand. And he came out a kofra. Came out Acher. Rabbi Akiva, Amun Pshuta, went in Bishalom, came out Bishalom. Ben Azan and Ben Zoma, one died and one went crazy. There, the paradoxes of life you, you cannot understand. There are certain struggles you cannot understand. But Ani Maman, strong. Don't say Ani Maman. Because that's not, that's not it. That's not really it. It's not just the words we're saying. It's the Kavanah Salev. It's the Unka Deliba. Right? So it's better that you say Ani Maman with, a, with, the, with the improper Kavanah than not at all. That's for sure. Because you'll get to it. But when you say Ani Maman, say it not like a droopy Jew. Because then you're saying it from the place of Sikhlis. Ani ma'amin, like I think, I think I'm a ma'amin. No, there's no question. Ani ma'amin. Chazak. We forgot, we forgot to be chazak. Chazak, chazak, v'nes chazak. Did you say that all day long? I don't know what happened to us. We forgot what it means to be chazak. Look around the shul. Why is everybody whispering? You know I yell about this all the time. Why is everybody whispering? Amen, yehesh mirava. Do you know what, what you're saying? Amen. Kamel Haman. Whatever, whatever bracha you just said about a Baruch I, I, I agree. Yehesh His great name should be exalted. You're going to whisper that? You obviously don't believe in the king. You really, really believed in him. That he's, he's it's, it's a living God. How could you say it like that? I think we said last week, if a king, the king would walk in the room and the guy would say, Oh, hell the king. And you would say, Yes, I agree. <laughs> He'd kill you. He's standing right here. And it's not about imagining it or picturing it or feeling it. None of that. That's in the sickless world. Anima min. Done. Your main Yeshman Rabbis should be off the charts the next few days. Don't look like a weirdo. 
But you should, at least to yourself, you should say like you mean it. Every bracha you say. Who cares if you even know what the words mean? A lot of the words we do know what they mean. How could you say a bracha like a, like a wimp? Say, say, with, say with, you know, chizik. No? No more droopiness. No more No kashas. Last night I had a, uh, it was a rough night. So there, therefore what? Therefore God's not true. Therefore God is not creating your life right this moment because you had a rough night last night. Therefore you're saying brachas in the morning like a droopy Jew. The reason is, is because you're living in the world of Amunah Sechlis. You're blaming HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is actually a high level of Amunah, but you're blaming him for what's going on. Therefore, I'm not going to say a bracha tonight. I'm not going to say it well today. I don't want to give him that satisfaction. You're, you're crazy, man. We don't say we don't say a conscious in our heads. But that's what's going. That's what, that's what's going through our head. You think you think I want to get up at three o'clock in the morning with my kid who's throwing up? I could have. I know you did that. But now 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 I'm tired. Now I I, I, I can't I can't get the davening on time, and I can't daven. I can't daven out loud. I can't. You did it to me. Who's gonna get the last laugh? Not you. Chazak, no. So if you can't say it out loud, scream it in your head. I'm telling you, I know, Chaim, you're going to do it. You're going to see it's much awesome. You'll see. If you've never done it before, it's so awesome. Because you can literally scream at the top of your lungs in your head. And it, it works. I, hopefully we'll get to it. Oh, boy. We're going to get to it in a minute. And you can scream at the top of your lungs, that which you can never do. You can't do it in shul because you're going to kick a weirdo and you shouldn't do it. And you can't do it outside. You, you can't. We're not living in, in you know, Tzvah or whatever. But you could do it in your head. Umka delibo. You could so scream, shrai as loud as you want in your head. You know what? Do it right now. Did we do this today? Did we do this? Did we do something? No, not, not this one, but something. Maybe. Do you want to do it right now? Try right now. Close your eyes. I know, we're about to do this. Try. Close your eyes and imagine yourself screaming at the top of your lungs on a mountaintop. Ani mamen. Screaming. Okay, my voice is hoarse. I have to stop. <laughs> screaming so hard. I know, that was very quick, but did anybody get to do it? Were you screaming? I, I feel like I've done it once, like in Israel and Yeshiva. In your mind? Out, out loud. Oh, out loud. So you, you even know what it's, you even can have a, you can, you're more there than for other people. So you can imagine doing it. But you could do it. It's pretty incredible. Oh, to actually let it out. Yeah, but we don't always live in our Israel. Anyway, let's keep moving here. As much as you can push off the, the, the dark night and you can bring the light of day closer, you're bringing Muna closer. Right? Laila's not so bad. Laila's the Gematria. Pitachan. Laila is a Gematria Pitachan. That's why that's the Pasuk says, we said this in the Sharpi Tachan Shir. The Pasuk says, this, this is what the, the Pasuk in Tehillim, I think, it's referring to the night of Pesach, but it's Laila Kayom Yar. The night was like day, it was bright. Laila is Gemach Shabitachan. Kayom is Gemach Shabitachan plus one. How do you turn night into day? Shabitachan, through Muna Bitachan. Believing in this burial, trusting in him that this night is not really night. Night is when you. Don't understand. You don't believe in a Kaddish Baruch. But when you believe, Mali light, Mali or Mali Lila, Mali Yom or. V'chein ulechas when his gedels ma'ad ma'ad and it keeps growing a little bit, a little bit. K'fi ma'ashenitchem elayla v'nizkar v'yoser elayom. However much you can push off of the night, that lack, and you can bring the day closer. Ad be'or hayom on his nizgadol mar bitol shleimus and then when is going to grow shleimus bechinas chadashim bekarim rabu nesecha. That's the pasuk of Modani of the morning. Chadashim Lukarn, there's a renewed morning. We're back alive again. Rabbi Munasach, how great Maimuna is in you, HaKadosh Baruch. Now, that is a Hagdama to Sicha Tezayim, which we skipped weeks ago. So Rabbi Nachman says like this. Da, you should know. Sheachon litzok bekol dumamadaka, a person can scream out bekol dumamadaka. Kol dumamadaka means what? A silent whisper. 
So it sounds like a stira. You could scream in a whisper. And it could be a big scream. But no one, no one hear it. So this is what we're talking about before. You can scream out loud, mamish, but no one can hear it. Because the voice is not leaving your mouth at all. Because you're screaming out in a silent whisper. Everybody can do this. This is what we're talking about in your mind, in your heart. You imagine in your mind the scream, and you allow yourself to scream in your mind. And you can almost hear it. Your mind can imagine you screaming to the point where you can almost, you can imagine you're hearing it. You don't actually hear it. You can imagine you're hearing it. And, and you can imagine, you could form in, your, in a in person's mind the, the, the sound of a scream. Whatever this niggin is that they would scream, you can imagine such a thing. And you could have the scream to the point where it's a cold mamadaka. It's a cold, but it's a mamadaka. It's a, it's a voice, but it's quiet at the same time, and no one has to hear it. he says, He says, It's not just, it's not a joke. You're actually screaming. And he proves it. Rabbi Nachman, of course, was a, was a doctor and a scientist. He wasn't really, but listen, look, look at this. He says there are, I don't know they are, nerves or channels from your lungs, where the voice comes from, that from the, from the lungs, or the, 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 what's it called, not the lungs. The lungs? Yeah, the rays, the rays of the lungs. I mean, that's where the sound eventually comes from there. I mean, the air comes from there, and you have the, the what's it called, the veshet, and what? Whatever, all these things that, that the cold actually comes out of. Okay, so you're from the, the, the raya, the lungs, all the way out to my mouth. But then you also have the same channels from my lungs to my brain. Everything runs from the brain. Okay? So when I am screaming out loud, not only is it coming out of my mouth, but my brain is also controlling the scream, and it's in the brain as well. The alkanes is a when you home the is a cold derechas and ponus dakim, halchem alamoch. <coughs> so the Menachem says, you can have a guy who, from his ray, his lungs, he's screaming mamish because he's connecting his brain to his lungs. He's imagining in his head that he's screaming. So his brains are connecting to his lungs right now. He's not actually allowing it to come out. But there's a connection from brain to where the coal is. And when he imagines in his head that he's screaming, he's actually screaming. He, his, his, I don't know, I wonder if they could put like a, some kind of, uh, not a microscope, some kind of like energy meter on the lungs. And if you imagine yourself screaming out loud, would it, would it uh, you know, light up a little bit? You know, you know what I'm saying? I, I bet it would. It's, it's, you're actually screaming. But it's coming from conjuring up in the brain. This is how you bring the tzaka, the scream, into your head. By imagining it. And it's real. You could stand in the middle of a crowded room and be screaming, but no one could hear. You should try that one time. It is so gishmak. In the middle of a crowded place and you just close your eyes and you just start talking to Kodesh Baruch, screaming out to him. Nobody knows. You're in your own little world. Olamah Panini. It's a very cool place. He says, it could be, if you scream in your head so loud, so powerful, it could be by accident, a call might come out of your voice. It just slips out. Because it's real. You're really screaming in your head so much, that if you're not paying attention for a second, it can actually slip out of your mouth. There's no deeper here. You're not letting anything out of your mouth. It's very easy to scream that way. To let words out is hard. Could be that there's people around, or could be you're not at the level of a Muna right now to actually say words. 
Kasha Yosa Litvos has a cold. It's hard to grab the, the call, the voice, the words. Elamach <coughs> Shava, to have this whole combination of your mind working with your voice and your, and your Dibur. You're not feeling it. Where are these people there? It says, Derech HaKana Motzi called for it to come out of the call of the, of the Kana, of the Vesh, whatever, the vocal cords. Aba below Dibur, Kalios. Without Dibur, it's much easier to scream. The, the call becomes Kal, right? Fine. So that's the Sikh of Rabbi Nachman. That ties in very nicely to what we're talking about the right? The Tsa'aka, the Umka de Liba, is, the, is, is this, this type of scream. The Sikh of Tazain. Where you can actually conjure up in your mind that you're screaming and you actually are screaming. It's not imagining you're screaming. The imagining you're screaming turns into an. No, it, it's a scream. Without it, without a call. And just to, just to add to it, which is very similar, but in Chaim Maran, which is like Rabbi Nachman's like biography, Shemati Bishmos, as Rabbi Nachman, I heard in his name, Shemar, that Rabbi Nachman says, Mosa Yeshli's Bodhis. Why am I doing this Bodhis? Vamar, and he said, when the whole world is standing around me, I'm in the middle of a crowded room. And he's sitting over there by himself. He's sitting over there. When I'm not going to surrounded by people, he's doing his bodas. What do you mean? His bodas is when you're not surrounded by anybody. His bodas is when you're alone. Rabbi says, when all the people around me, that's what I'm doing his bodas. Because Rabbi was able to scream in a whisper. The kolo nishim sofa alam sofa, and his voice would be heard from one end of the world to the other, not out loud, not audibly, but in kavanas halevum kadaliba, in his machshav and his consciousness, he was able to scream that all the worlds were able to hear him. He felt one with the kadosh baruch his body is in that place. It didn't matter that there was actual physical people around. He was in an olam panimi. The gamanochi shemat and I heard me piv hakadosh as Rabbi and I heard from his holy mouth matzmo. Sheyesh lo kol damadaka that he he had a kol damadaka. He had a voice. That was a whisper. He was able to stand again. He's saying it again. He was able to stand amongst the people and scream in a whisper from one end of the world to the other. And nobody around them heard. Rabbi Nachman lived in that world of Amunapshuta. And he would, this is what he would do. If he could do it, then we should do it. We should say, Halad Animamun. And if you want to add more, Animam ben Munishlema, you can say Animam ben Kodesh Baruch, I believe that you're here with me right now. Say whatever you want, add to it. Because I know that you're with, whatever you're saying. And if you can say that or whatever, and also take some time, quiet time, quiet time, and scream out in your head. Whatever you want to Kodesh Baruch, as loud as you want and from wherever you want. You want to stand in front of the Kaisal and Malravi, crying and screaming out to Kodesh Baruch? That's a holy dimyan. Can imagine in your brain, it's very, very powerful. Stand wherever you want, top of a mountain, or in some place that you've been emotional before. Kavarachal, go back to that place, and you could say Tehillim by Kavarachal if you want. Right now. Why not? It's up here.